Hello, fans. Welcome to another episode of Fictional Character Motivation. I'm your host, Quan. And once again, I just came back from my beach trip. Hope everyone was doing well. I had a great time. Had a lot of things stewing. But I'm going to jump right into it. But as usual, hope everyone's having a good time. The character we're going to examine today, or the title of today's uh, video, is Lafayette on being 120% you. The Lafayette that I'm talking about, I know there's another one that is uh, famous thanks to Hamilton. But uh, the Lafayette that I'm talking about is the Lafayette from True Blood. Or, for more specifically, the first, the novels of Charlene Harris, the Southern Vampire Mysteries. And then, talking about the Lafayette from True Blood, which is the show that is based off those novels. Then the first episode aired on September 7th, 2008. I actually love this series. Very good series. One of the few series that actually now reminds me that I might need to make a Halloween tradition because of because it's very interesting, very direct, and a lot of things are going on into it. But jumping into it, in this world, there are mystical creatures revealing themselves everywhere. But the first creature we know of so far is that vampires exist. On top of that, we look at how this affects the characters in a small Louisiana town. Some of the characters we bump into all work at a all work at the same restaurant, which is Merlot's. Naming off the characters as follows that you pretty much may be introduced through the series, through the TV show. Um, we have Sookie Stackhouse, a gorgeous waitress who can read minds. We have Sam Merlot, owner of uh, Merlot's and has interesting sleeping habits. Tara Thornton, Sookie's bestie with attitude, with reasons. She has lots of attitude, but for good reason. Arlene Fowler, a server that's had a rough love life and dislikes vampires. One of the one of the few people you know that that you'll bump into that dislikes vampires. And we bump into Lafayette, a short order cook at that restaurant, and a member of Jason Stackhouse's road crew. That is the cousin of Tara, flamboyantly gay, but don't get on his bad side. <clears throat> now, looking at Lafayette from literally the first season, he is 120% himself. He is comfortable with himself. He is most of the time unflinching against adversity. I think that comes from, you know, his upbeing, upbringing, which is basically he's in a small southern town and being black and gay in a small southern town, you have to be tough because it's going to be a lot of things you're going to bump into that are quite uncomfortable and doubly uncomfortable to talk about and a little bit more comfortable to defend yourself with. But 
impossible violent situations easily. Easily. Um, if you want a uh, pretty much a good example of how easily he handles these situations, I would advise you to look at the scene. This might be the only spoiler that I might give besides other stuff. I would advise you to look up a uh, scene on YouTube to where he hand so he handles one of these situations called uh, AIDS Burger. Like pretty much put pretty much put in True Blood AIDS Burger. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. Because in that scene, he literally walks up to three men about his cooking because they assume that since he's gay, walks off. And like the conversation that you see, he just handles it flawlessly. Like, like I said, you see him do this without even like, you know, oh my God. You see him just like literally just go into it as if it's a normal day. Um, that he's doing stuff. So, what can we learn as to how to be 120% ourselves? As usual, I have some ideas. Looking from Lafayette. So the first thing is you want to know, accept, and love yourself. To get to that level of authenticity, we first has to we first have to know ourselves. We have to know about what drives us, what we believe in. I'm talking from from our mental beliefs down to our beliefs about our food, our everything. And then after that, we have to accept who we are. Every part of us. The good, the bad the light, the dark, past, past things that have happened, regrets, things you're proud of, and things you're not so proud of. We have to come to a, we have to come to that conclusion that those things, what we experience, those things that we may have done, they help made us who we are. And they also help us understand who we're not or who we may not want to be. And with that, it helps us steer us into the direction to where after we know ourselves a little bit more and we accept ourselves more, after that, we have to try to love every part of us now. It will make you move you, like loving yourself. It will make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Make you feel whole. If you love yourself, you won't have to depend on anyone else's love on yourself, and it won't have, and you won't have to have anyone else to even like you. You see, in like I said, just the first season in Lafayette, there's maybe one, and maybe two people that he kind of cares about opinion wise and it's only lightly an opinion like you see it everyone else is like they they promise comes across with he'll either be nice to you or he'll be brutal to you and won't even and won't even care you're won't even care about you know what you're 
what you may be going through or your status because he knows he's also been going through some stuff too. And that's just him. Like he's going to be 100, 120% himself because he knows about himself, he accepts himself, and he loves himself. He is completely cool with that. The loving part or this whole part of accepting, of knowing, accepting, and loving yourself, which after a while also means enjoying yourself, knowing pretty much what you truly enjoy, what gives you energy, taking care of yourself, knowing what um, what zaps your energy and what doesn't, knowing when you need a rest day, what you need to do on your rest day versus what you think you may want to do on a rest day or what everyone else says you think you need to do on a rest day. Once you get those things right there, there's probably going to be the hardest thing you will do on this list. Because, to be honest, I think not many people even know deep down who they really are. Like, they know the surface. Like, they know maybe even if we're talking about in a uh, pool setting, they know two or three feet about themselves. But they don't know, like, the eight foot, what happens at the eight foot of themselves. They don't know what happens at the ten foot. They don't know what happens if pretty much if they keep looking into the vast ocean of themselves. And the thing is, that is true for all of us. Because we, you know, we are an ocean amongst ourselves, to be honest. And some of us have swam deeper than others in our own oceans, but some of us have only been into the shallow end. The end where you can see some of the things that kind of pop out. The conscious things. You can see the things that play a part. You can see the easy things. But you don't know why you have those triggers. You don't know why this person or this thing sets you off. You don't know why that each time when this and this happens, you do this. And you should. You should dive deep into that. You should do shadow work, however you want to term it, but you should um, dive deep into yourself. Because if you know yourself, you know what also you may need to fix, what you need to keep. You may also need to know what you need to change, how to move through, and then you can accept and love yourself more. You can enjoy yourself more. You know how to take care of yourself. You know what you are, pretty much, inside and out. And you'll And once you have that you don't need anyone else to tell you, oh, you're this. No, I'm not. I don't care about your opinion. I know what I am. Don't tell me what I am. I know what I am. Pretty much that kind of stuff. So, going back to the second step. second step is, once you get over that tough first step, to know, to accept, and love, to love yourself so you can enjoy yourself and take care of yourself. The second step is, Get out of your comfort zone every now and then. You do this to not only learn different things, but to learn about yourself and your reactions. To learn about what level you're on in that field that you just ran through. Lafayette knows how to cook, how to fight, how to negotiate, give advice, and read people. He knows all of this. That took some time. That took some victories, some losses, 
some mistakes. You must start your journey in there so you can have your own style of how to do that certain thing. And once again, getting out of your comfort zone, doing something that you either A, have not done, or B, possibly don't want to do, possibly might get some fear in you or something that doesn't feel uncomfortable. We do that so that you can still improve, but also get to know where you are because once you do that thing, you can be like, oh, I'm at a higher level than I thought, or oh, I'm at a lower level than I thought, I need to adjust that. You may also, pretty much when you dive into something like that, you may come across certain questions or certain things that that you wanted answered that you finally find the answers for. Like, why have I been afraid of this all this time? Oh, wait, it's probably because of this. Or why does when I do this, this and this happen? Oh, wait, because that triggers this and that's from my past. Once again, doing that, getting out of your comfort zone is part of the journey of self-discovery. And just know on this um, journey of self-discovery of becoming more 120% you, the journey never stops. And I mentioned a lot of Lafayette in pretty much the first season because in multiple seasons, he's also going through that journey. There's a couple of things that he finds out that he experiences that he realizes that he does not know about himself that he finds out. And it's like this experience was like, whoa, hold up, that just happened. You find the, you find the experience where like there's sometimes where he's out of control and he realizes it. Just as much you find experiences to where he may have learned a new skill, a new technique. And it's just like, huh, I didn't know that about myself, but now I do. And now I can use that accordingly. And it's about those missions too. So usual, hope this helps out. Glad to be back. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope this landed for some of y'all. I know that pretty much this is a deep dive into pretty much figuring out who you are and also loving yourself and accepting yourself. But this is a, but this is a long journey that all of us are going to have to take. And no matter what age, you have to take it as often as you can. Because if you want to be pretty much, be your limitless self, be your 120% self and be confident and not fear from people and not care what some people say, you have to deep dive into yourself. You have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations so you can expand and grow, but also know where you are in that. I hope you all had an awesome time with this. As usual, please let me know if this lands with my uh, YouTube channel, go to uh, Mind of Quan, and please let me know if this hits, if this is good for y'all. I'm your host, Quan. Hope you have an awesome time. Deuces.